Hello. It's Kawila. It's Haley. It's Joe. It's Morgan. And we're going to be talking about atonement. Hello. So, chapter one, generally about how Brianni wants to produce a play, but she needs help. So she asked her family for help, like her little cousins and sister and her sister, but they don't really want to help her. So Brini develops a frustrated state of mind after knowing her family will not help her with the play, knowing they claim to have better things to do. Could this inappropriate act of selfishness from her family cause an argument, causing the family to part ways from each other? If the family was more cooperative with each other, could the situation be different? The reason she writes these plays and does this stuff is because that's like her escape. So she really wants her cousins to help her because she's putting it on her brother Leon, who hasn't been home for a while. And I think it's really frustrating for her because she just wants to show up to her. Like, she wants to impress her older brother because that's who she really looks up to. So it's like she has like a really big frustration point in that sense. Well, what I, what I think is that. Uh, that Brianna is doing this to impress Leon, and that uh, she, uh, I think it would cause like an argument because like not having no one support her play and only being her, I think that would like says that hurts her feelings and that would probably play a part later in the story. Yeah, and she's so young too. Yeah, yeah. She needs the support. Yes. So another problem I was having when I was reading the book is that. Brandy's little cousins seem to not like plays and don't want to help Brandy with hers. Could their hate for plays be the reason not wanting to help her? Or could the divorce with their parents be the reason? Um, so the divorce is probably taking their mind off of their everyday life and it's something that's a big distraction. And walking into a new house and being kind of bombarded by Brandy is a lot because they're in a way she's in a way forcing them to do her play and they're trying to be pleasing house guests at the same time too. In the second chapter, we get to know Bryony's sister a little bit better. Cecilia sees a childhood friend whom she seems to envy. This is a huge part of her hate for her old friend, Robbie Turner. We learn that Robbie dreams to earn a degree in the medical field and was offered a full ride paid by Cecilia's father. This is what truly seems to spark up her hate for Mr. Turner. Especially when coming home from Cambridge University, she expects to receive attention and enjoy time with her family when they really don't take much interest. When getting to know more about Bryony's older sister, Cecilia, there are many things one is able to pick out from. Why does she act the way she does with boys? Is it because her parents never truly pay attention to her? Well, what I think is that, uh, that Cecilia is having lack of a parental guidance and that her father isn't playing as a big a role as he is playing uh, for what? <laughs> the gardener. Well, 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 guys, we don't have to stop. Well, the gardener's son name is Robbie, so uh, let's get that out of the way first. And Robbie is having more intention than Cecilia herself, and that her father is not showing her the same like attention. Thank you. Uh, and yeah, that's about it. Yeah. So when Cecilia came back from Cambridge, 
she wanted attention or expected attention from her parents, but instead they gave it to her younger sister. And so I feel like that's why she is kind of boy crazy. She wants the attention from the boys because she didn't get any attention from her parents. Is the reason Cecilia hates Robbie Turner is because he gets more treatment by her father than she does? Or maybe does she like him a lot but is stubborn and wants to keep her hatred for him because her father is paying for his school? Well, uh, I agree with you. It's a mix of the two. I feel like Cecilia is jealous that her father is giving more attention to Robbie, who's not even his own son. And I think deep down, though, she does like him and doesn't want to admit it because she's stubborn and if she did it would be giving into like the situation and kind of feeding Robbie's ego with the fact that her father's paying for his school and it's love she's upset when things don't go her way she's oh she's very unaware of other people's hardships as much as she thinks she is more aware than others if she were to take time and think of others opinions and emotions would her play maybe have been a success? And what was the turning point in rehearsals that made her play go downhill? Okay, well, for Bryony, I mean, she's 13, put, like, all she had in a play just to impress her brother. I think it was hard for her to try and get her vision through her younger cousins and people that didn't want to do it. So I wouldn't necessarily say if it's her fault or not or if it's, like, her audience because she did try, but at the same time after discovering like a different scenario she could use for a story, she completely dumps the play. So that was also a turning point because she realized that this other idea was so much brighter and so much better than her play. Bryony presents herself as if she feels she's close to perfect. She wonders if others feel that they are as important as she thinks she is. Is it possible that Bryony's ego and immaturity drag her down? Could anyone have performed her play to her liking, or was it destined to fail from the beginning? I think anyone. Oh my God. Well, I, at first, let's just get it off. Nobody's perfect. And her ego towards just like trying to make her play better is probably what made her play go down because she only thought about what she wanted. And like a person who could have like changed her was probably her sister. Because, yeah, her sister's like kind of boy crazy, but she has like a more mature reason to give an opinion. So out of everyone, I think her sister could have helped her make her play better. Marshall, the characters in the book describe him as dull and boring and sour. Cecilia, who, want to, who wants to marry everyone, has her suspicions and realizes how horrible it would be to marry him. If Cecilia has suspicions, then should the reader be concerned about this guy? What are his con what are it what are Paul Marshall's intentions and why did the author bring him into the story and why is he so weird? So it's like for us, I feel like that really stands out because we should know that's a red flag. Like if Cecilia, who loves everyone, doesn't like him, then that's suspicious. And like, where like why was that placed in here and what's going to happen? Well, we don't know for sure that like Cecilia loves what's his name Paul Marshall. Well, but no, like, she like, just, like, like any guy that gives her attention, yeah. she just sits there and daydreams. It's like, I want to marry this guy. But when it comes to Paul, but when it comes to Paul, she But when it comes to Paul, she realizes, I would not want to be married to this guy. Yeah, because like, it's like, she imagines, like, before she meets every guy, like, what it would be like to marry him or something like that. Like, that daydream. Not necessarily meaning that she wants, like, loves the guy. No, yeah, her. no, she doesn't but, love him, but it's just, like, she yeah, has she calls that. Him. Yeah, she looks at him in a different way. Yeah, yeah. So she kind of sees him as, like... 
something's weird, like I wouldn't want to be married to him. And that's just like, to me, it was like, okay, if this girl doesn't want to marry him, then like, what's Something's wrong. Something's yeah. wrong with him. And that is all for today, folks. Um, come back. Joe has another question. Yeah, so we'll oh. be back. No, he oh, asked no, all no, his questions. Oh. questions. And, um, this was a good broadcast, and adios. Uh, welcome to the pot. Hold oh. on, I'm going to say thank you for listening. All right, y'all, so that'll be the end of our podcast, segment two. Uh, tune in next week, and we'll be back with, for more. It's been your boy, Kawila. Morgan. It's your boy, Joe. Haley. And we'll see you next week. Make sure you like, subscribe, comment. Leave it below. Okay, bye.